0: Hello, you're listening to the C to Z of Movies. My name is Colin On the C. With me, as always, is Zijan, who is the Z. Hello, Zijan.
1: Hey, Colin. What's this about you being in a pantomime?
0: Well, you you and our regular listeners will know that I'm something of a amateur drama, dramatics person, dramatist, thespian, an ac- an actor. I tread the boards. <laughs> an actor. Uh, an actor. You pronounce
1: actor uh, that way, huh?
0: That's, you have to do that in the biz. Uh, and Clearly. There's going to be a pantomime in uh, in December. And, well, who knows if I'll be in it or not. I, I'm, I, I've am i been to a read-through. There's going to be casting next week, I think, so if I'm lucky. Um,
1: are you able to tell us what it's about, then?
0: Uh, it's Babes in the Wood, which it seems to be, as far as I can work out, a kind of a, a blend between Hanson Gretel and Robin Hood.
1: And who are you playing, may I ask?
0: Well, as I say, I'm, I've not been cast. I may not. I may not get a part. Who knows? We did a read through. I read some bits along with everyone else. I, 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 I imagine I won't be playing uh, any of the major roles. Are
1: you going to be in drag?
0: I don't think so. But then, who knows?
1: It's a pantomime after all, right? So
0: at least two people will be. I'm hoping not to be one of them.
1: <laughs> Why not? What's about I- this? You being an actor, Colin? Surely this is part of the art. Of your i like men's art. clothing <laughs> yeah you're not going all in colin
0: you make a valid point anyway shall we return to movies um we are <laughs> by back by popular demand talking about young adults films again today
1: because we're so uh, we've
0: also yes <laughs> we've also got a uh, quiz on jack ryan films we're talking about tom hardy and much 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 more, more. Because as as, as you, the off. listener, may or may not know, our most popular episode ever was our first ever young adult film episode.
1: For some reason.
0: So we're doing it again. We,
1: we still don't know why though,
0: <laughs> and we still don't really know what young adult films are. But we'll <laughs> we'll figure it <laughs> out. Maybe it was just really funny then. Well, I did I did have a listen back to see if we could recapture the old magic, you know. And um we we also did a segment on the best film or our favourite films where the title is just a person's first name and surname. Maybe that's what everyone loved.
1: That could be it. Well, we'll do this now and then we'll do that in the next section. To the next next
0: time. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, But as ever, in our our popular episodes and in our unpopular episodes, we start with news. Do you have any uh, movie news for me?
1: Uh, I think the biggest one is that they're thinking of making a standalone Joker film.
0: Well, not just one. (laughs) But yes, go go for it.
1: Yeah, well, one. Uh, So they're going to make a Joker film with Harley Quinn in it as well?
0: So with Jared Leto in Margot Robbie,
1: is Jared Leto going to be in?
0: Well, there's, there's actually, and this is why I said not just one, because there are two planned Joker films. <laughs>
1: of, oh, of course there is. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: So the one you're talking about, I think, is the uh, is the Joker Harley Quinn spin-off. Yes. Which I think we'll we should. Well, I think they're in negotiations, but well, is expected to be part of the DCEU and.
1: Does Jared Leto still want to be part of the DCEU since the last one?
0: Well, you're like going to say you got. You got more or less cut out of Suicide Squad, but he's a Suicide Squad. But he's supposed to be in Suicide Squad, squ- 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 Squad, squ- Squad <laughs> uh, too as well. So um, and probably even the Batman. So or maybe the Batman. So I think he's going to be in that. But apparently, and this is the slightly more surprising news. Um, there's also talks of a Joker origin story produced by Martin Scorsese, which um, what I don't, I don't think anyone saw coming. Uh, what? What? So- Martin Scorsese. Um I believe the correct pronunciation is Scorsese. Just is it? Well who knows. Well wow. I read that somewhere. Um Why? Why is that the pronunciation or why they're making the film?
1: Yeah, why is he making the film?
0: Well I, I don't I have no idea. But it's to be um directed by Todd Phillips potentially. Um and but yeah. to be
1: fair though, no one really knows the origins of the Joker. Well that's it. There's no, you know, canon no so, so
0: I've, have you ever read um the killing joke
1: uh yes i think so but i think he could he lied in that didn't he yeah well, no he, te- whether he, lied in
0: it. well he tells an origin and you kind of you think oh this is the entire origin. and then he says well that's maybe that's why happened. that's just how i remember it today or something so it's, yeah there's definitely no definitive joke origin. so it seems to exactly of all the characters to do an origin for that seems a very odd choice
1: but it's insane though, like, I mean, they've got so many Batman-related films coming out now, just that one character and all his supporting characters around him. Yeah. It's, it's crazy.
0: Although apparently this one wouldn't be linked to the DCEU. Apparently of course Warner, it wouldn't be. Warner Brothers are making a new production uh, label or something that would have kind of non-canonical, I guess, or not non-DCEU films.
1: I guess they're trying to, like, shy away from the original DCU as y- much y- as yeah. possible.
0: Yeah, Batman v. Seedman never heard of it. No, really. no, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad? No, it doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've got to say, Martin Scorsese was an odd choice, but um, unless they're going to make it kind of a, more like his, his films of the 70s or something, with uh, Taxi Driver or um, Mean Streets or what have you, which kind of a more gritty uh, crime-based thing as opposed to... A, Superhero type thing.
1: He makes good films, though, so yeah. Hopefully, you know, that could rub off.
2: Yeah, well, no, it's, it,
0: it's still very early days, so who knows if it'll ever happen. But, mm. but, but uh, it'd be it'd be good to see it's on. Yeah, the Jared Leto, Margot Robbie. It'd be good to see uh see a bit more him him, uh, him a bit more time. I think.
1: I just didn't like Jared Leto's characterization in that. film. So it's, like it's quite a film. It could be the fault film itself rather than his performance. But so I quite just...
0: like I quite like what he was doing. I just thought it wasn't. He didn't get much chance to do it. Oh, uh, well, who knows? A few scenes. I mean, that, I, I, as I said, for the whole Harley Quinn character, I find a bit weird. But, um, big news from the the world of Wonder Woman 2. Do you remember some months ago that you confirmed definitively that Patty Jenkins had signed up to direct Wonder Woman two? yep here on the podcast Yep. well the rest of the world has caught up Yep. um and she even she has now officially confirmed it <laughs> so it's
1: i have her on speed dial colin okay yeah and it, i have one d- of she on speed dial <laughs> as well yeah i i have i have pool
0: yeah C to exclusive that uh, we weren't given full credit for
1: <laughs> clearly Disappointing. well but it's not unsurprising though surely Given the success of the previous film.
0: It's not unsurprising? I think you mean it's not surprising, right?
1: Oh, yeah, it's not surprising. Yeah, that's correct. N- negatives are negatives. hard, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are difficult.
0: Uh, I would have been astonished had they not given it, to, to be honest. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm. But yeah, more um, Justice League news is that George Whedon is doing a lot of reshoots. Mm. And they've, he significantly changed the ending, apparently.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay.
0: So
1: the currently reshoots are costing $25 million. Wow. I know
0: they must not have a lot of faith in the original cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Uh, this this bodes well. Does it really? Well, reshoots don't bode well, but when it's Joss Whedon doing them and replacing uh, Zack Snyder, I, I'm all yeah. in favor. Are you
1: worried? Are you not worried that there will be like two different styles clashing if it's that? Oh, a, know, f- a
0: Fantastic Four style, you think? Yeah. Uh, nice. Um, I mean, my hopes were never that high for this film, so it's, I don't know if they're, if they're reshooting the whole thing. Maybe you know. Who is your favorite Leonardo?
1: Who's um, the teenage mutant ninja turtle? Okay,
0: who are your second and third favorite Leonardo's?
1: The painter. Yes. The sculptor. Yeah. <laughs> Who's my third Le- favorite
0: Leonardo? Is it Is it Leonardo DiCaprio?
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> I the, suppose so. Because the good news is Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> is in talks to play Leonardo da Vinci. Um, wow! Like that's that's. I just love the idea that there's a group of people around the table, like, who could we get to play Leonardo da Vinci? And it's like, <laughs> Do you know what else called Leonardo da something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, all the best to him. I just find that amusing. I think there should be a whole spate of people playing people whose <laughs> names are very similar to their own.
1: That would be funny, though. I like is it. it. So, is it going to play da Vinci when the whole story, then, I guess?
2: I guess His so. Biopic.
0: Early days again, so it may never happen, but um he's in talks. He's he's done biopics before, not he? he? Did he played um uh, Jay Gahoover?
1: Yes. Which... In the aviator he played Oh yeah, Howard
0: Hughes. He was Harry very Hughes, good at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so uh, we shall see. You know, i not I think Da Vinci's overrated, to be honest. I think
1: everyone's overrated, <laughs> Colin. It, we really do. Really? Oh you thought Leonardo Manuel Miranda is overrated.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um but Da Vinci he, scri- he scribbles a few like circles with some lines coming out of them, and everyone's like, "Oh, he invented the helicopter." Yeah, he did. Ridiculous! Didn't invent the helicopter. He did. He, he just know, drew, he just drew a thing and then put thing. This bit goes up in the air. Sounds like you're jealous of him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, in terms of impact on humanity, Leonardo da Vinci is, is likely to have a bigger one than me. Yeah, and uh, I can't I can't paint. Or sculpt well you don't you don't know i don't know maybe i'm a great natural sculptor
1: so no you can't you haven't sculpted yet
0: i haven't sculpted yet it's correct mm-hmm. but give me time i'm still young
1: <laughs> yes of course one
0: of course. day someone called colin thompson will be playing me in a film of my life
1: was... <laughs> yeah um yeah i look forward to that guarantee it <laughs> uh, what else do i have um your friend, my friend, Tom Cruise. Oh yes, uh, he broke his ankle while filming Mission he Impossible
0: Six. Did yeah, poor guy. He's getting on a bit. Maybe he should uh, stop doing stunts. Maybe, well, because there's, there's footage wasn't there, of him slamming into a wall. Yeah, and then it turned out he was supposed to slam into the wall. <laughs> that, that that was the stunt, but he wasn't supposed to slam into it. That like way, ankle first, I guess. Oh my god!
1: I mean, like my my boss was saying that. My, I was talking about Tom Cruise the other day because they had a chance of bumping into him because oh, yeah. they're filming in the UK, apparently.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he's just... He, my boss was just saying that he's just re- trying to relieve his youth.
0: Yeah, well, he's 55 or something, isn't he? Yeah. But
1: Still, honestly,
0: he's, he's in good shape for it. Um.
1: He is in good shape, but honestly, when you're 55 years old, you need to be slightly more careful. Yeah. When it comes to things like this.
0: He he was, he filmed um some of the mummy in Oxford and uh and Simon, my brother, didn't yeah. even bother going to see it see it filmed apparently.
2: He
0: was just down the road. Astonishing.
1: As I said to you before, Colin, i yeah. you sure you guys are related?
0: I'm pretty sure. He looks a lot like me.
1: Yeah, the Doppelgangers around.
0: Yeah. I love Tom Cruise. Um speaking of people i love i guess no it doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> work, doesn't work at all um the obi-wan spin-off uh yes. is I, a lot of my news updates are in talks so who knows if this is gonna happen but um stephen doldry
1: <laughs> yeah is, but
0: you know we have we have speed dials we well do you have stephen doldry on, on speed dial how many speed <sighs> dolls have you got
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know when, when you're as important as i am
0: but it should isn't there a maximum of like eight on a phone? Or like? Probably, I have no idea. Yeah, speed dial 7642 <laughs> um, Anyway, he's, he's in talks for to direct A1 spinoff, um, which most of us think will probably star Ewan McGregor, but that hasn't been confirmed. Uh, he is the man behind such films as Billy Elliot and The Hours, which I think is uh, my brother's favourite film, in fact. Because so,
1: it's about Virginia Woolf.
0: Because it's about Virginia Woolf, which means I'm sure Simon will be
1: uh,
0: queuing up to watch the Obi-Wan film when it comes out.
1: <laughs> yes i went we'll give you a free ticket what we <laughs> will give you a free ticket
0: say <laughs> so what now? yeah yeah no fair enough i will do that <laughs> um but if you can tell me which one obi-wan is <laughs> so apparently uh so i i steven dolder you're better known for doing yeah more character driven films rather than big budget stuff and i and i applaud that i don't i do I, i'd hmm. like to see a character driven obi-wan film
1: i've not seen the hours before but i've seen Billy Elliot, and i liked it
0: there you go uh, any more news?
1: Uh, what else to have? So the Quinn biopic, they've finished all their casting mm, already.
0: They have.
1: I have. Um, I don't know many of the actors, though. Do you know them?
0: Uh, well, I've got them all written down here. Um, so Ben Hardy, we've talked about it before because he was in X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, yeah. And also EastEnders. Uh, someone called Gwilym Lee. is Lee? playing Brian May. Never heard of him. And Joe Mazzello is playing John Deacon. He's been in things I've like, he was in Social Network in Jurassic Park, but I've never oh, okay. heard of him before.
1: Yeah, he's is he about the one who dies in Jurassic Park. Uh
0: I think he was he was in the original Jurassic Park and he was one of the kids, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so it's going to have the new it has a title called Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Oh I didn't
0: have that. Hopefully.
1: Yeah yeah. So they're gonna call it Bohemian Rhapsody, which is probably the most well known queen song.
0: Probably is. Um Oh, there you go and of course Rami Malek had been announced some time ago uh, playing Freddie Mercury
2: mm,
1: but I would have liked to see Sasha Baron Cohen though.
0: yeah that would have been good so I mean, these people seem a lot younger than so, I mean, Sacha Baron Cohen must be in his 40s now is he um, yeah but
1: even Jared Leto would be good I think
0: yeah, yeah
1: pro- he can sing he has a band of his own so, oh he
0: does doesn't
2: he
1: yeah, yeah. So it's, it wouldn't be a stretch for him to play Freddie Mercury in any way. Whereas Rami Malek
0: looks the part. Think he, yeah, it...
1: but whether he can sing, the, are they? I think it's actually going to be singing in that film, or is it just? They must to be. be like a must
0: be. I think it's got the blessing of the band, so they must must have the rights to it. You can't you can't do a Bach without doing the songs. I and mean, it might mm. be that they dub it in someone else. I don't know.
2: Because
0: mm. you get like when Marlene Phoenix did uh, Walk the Line, he did all his own singing. But sometimes yes, you get these things where. They get a, like the original track. I, I saw um, a biopic of... um uh oh, need sing with the Beach Boys. Oh, dear. I can't remember his name, which is ridiculous. Um, anyway, biopic of him. <laughs> and uh, they, they kind of did some... W- Brian Wilson. Um, and they did a, a kind of weird thing where they, they got uh, Paul Dana to do some of the singing, but then used Brian Wilson's original tracks as well, and they kind of blended them. So he'd start off singing. It would blend into Brian Wilson's... So. Okay. They could try doing something like that. It seems a lot of lot of effort to go to, but there you go. Um, the only other news I have is news that we in fact said last time, um, but it wasn't officially confirmed then. But it is officially confirmed now. Daniel Craig is back. He's gone. One more time. One last hurrah. Uh, yeah. So then. he says. He's got to leave after this. Surely?
1: So he says. It's not like he's got gotten more job offers since then. Anyway, so what's what's he got to do?
0: Well, he's actually, there's a film called um, Logan Lucky coming out this weekend that I, I'm keen to see. It's um, so Steven Soderbergh, I think, which is, uh, uh He has a, a role in that. It looks very funny. Channing Tatum, Madden Driver. Mm. So uh, there you go. That's what he's doing. He's doing stuff like that. On to our famous segment, uh, To See or Not to Zed, when we uh, talk about recent films we've seen and whether you should see them or whether you should not Zed them. Um, it's not Zed, no. Yeah. <laughs> This is not going to be a thing, Colin. <laughs> yeah, I feel it is. Um so last time you hadn't seen any because you've been busy watching uh Designated Survivor. Yes. Um And this time I guess you've been busy watching the Defenders. Have you, have
1: <laughs> I you have wa- been busy watching the Defenders, yes, you're right.
0: But have you watched a film as well?
1: Yes, I have watched a film. Oh yeah. Uh it's out in the cinemas now. And it's called The Big Sick. Oh yes. So, um, have you seen the trailer or heard of it?
0: Yeah, I I want to see this, but I imagine it's going to be DVD before I get around to watching it.
1: Uh. Okay, yeah. So, it stars Kumail Nanjali and Zoe Kazan. Mm. And the film is basically based around Kumail's um, real-life romance with his current wife. And it deals with, you know, an interracial couple because Kumail is an American-Pakistani. Oh, yeah. And his uh, wife is um, American-Caucasian. Yes. so there's like all these cultural differences and all that and um, it's it's quite formulaic I would say I mean there's not, obviously because you know they're going to get married in the end okay. because they actually got married in real life uh, so yeah. you, you kind of know what the end is going to be like but it's still really funny it's very very funny at parts it's very heartwarming it's very sweet I mean it's, it's a
0: classic romantic comedy yeah
1: know. exactly it's a very solid film and it's nice to see you know uh, interracial couples as well being the headliners really it's, it's, hmm. it's refreshing I think
0: yes uh, Simon who's getting a lot of mentions today uh, has seen <laughs> it and, and recommends it as well hmm. so there you go if you don't trust Sijan's word
1: why and why not
0: And why don't you trust Sijan's word first of all secondly Simon says it's good too um, and I've heard good things but yeah these days I tend to only watch blockbusters at the cinema kind of like things that it's worth going on the big screen yeah I, 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 I think, I, I think
1: I think it's a shame to miss this. I think it's, it's it's actually worth going to
0: see it. Okay, it's just yeah, it's a good film. I'm so busy, Zian. I'm so so busy watching it's, the defenders. Watching the defenders, as that is true. I did also find time to watch a film though. Uh, it was on Netflix. Um, following on for the success of our sports-themed uh, podcast last time, of course, of course. Um, I watched a film starring Sylvester Stallone. Um uh-huh. What, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the basic plot and I'm going to tell you the title and I want you to guess what the sport was, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so Sylvester Sloan, in oh. possibly the most Sylvester Sloan like film ever made is a <laughs> uh, truck driver um, who picks up his son from Military Academy he's, or okay. he's, just, he's, just, well, he's a cadet he's just graduated or whatever it is that cadets do. Uh, he hasn't seen him in many years and he's trying to bond with him as a, as a trucker um, but also he's trying to make money by betting on himself in a sporting tournament he's taking part in and the film is called Over the Top Can you guess what this sporting event is? Over the Top? Over the Top, it's a pun
1: Yeah I figured that yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what pun is about. Over the Top <sighs> Yeah of course I love sports that much Colin, this is going to be so, Like I say,
0: sport is quite tenuous Um, I'll tell you it's an arm wrestling championship, so he is going to be um, the best arm wrestler in Vegas. Uh, he takes some time to teach it, to get his son to arm wrestle strangers in a in a diner.
1: How does he teach someone to arm wrestle? Tell me.
0: Um, well, it's mostly believing in yourself. Uh, to be uh, honest. Oh, uh, clearly,
1: clearly, <laughs> that's why I've been failing in all my arm wrestling matches so far yeah. Colin clearly yeah. I haven't believed in myself yeah, you've got <laughs> to believe in yourself
0: you've got to believe in yourself you've got to not doubt yourself as well oh dang uh, it yeah I knew it <laughs> and um he didn't explicitly say this but it does seem that taking your fingers off and replacing them is a big thing because that are before all of his titanic victories which pretty much every time he's almost losing almost losing then he moves his fingers off and on again and then has the win uh he, he's also arm wrestling people who arms about four times as thick as his so it's a little bit unrealistic but there you go
1: i'm going to take part in the next arm wrestling match colin
0: do it do it think of sly can, um, can
1: i like sue him for um, misinformation yeah if i break my arm
0: yes i think you probably can um so there you go utter nonsense but i enjoyed it um,
1: <laughs> should i watch it
0: i would i mean I, I can't honestly recommend this as a good film, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I think you go into it's exactly what you think it's going to be. There's a bit where he drives his truck through some gates. That's quite fun. Um, yeah. yeah. Yay. If yeah, I mean it's the best <laughs> arm wrestling film I've ever seen. What can I say?
1: <laughs> and the worst.
0: And also, and also the worst. That's very true. We move on, Xi'an, to uh to talk about young adult films now. I, I say so I had a quick listen back to uh, to this what we did last time. Yes, um, we we both had different definitions of what constitutes a young adult film. Yes, um, you suggested I don't remember that it has to be in a dystopian future. Um, that that, oh, that that was it really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I suggested it had to feature teenagers, and we should really be embarrassed about watching them. Um, that was the definition because because yeah. we're both old, um, and we're even older now than we were when we Ish. did that.
1: Yeah. Well, let's scrap those definitions. Okay, they're out, they're gone. My, Yeah, to fill in my current films anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so previously we covered thing, uh, things like Hunger Games, Divergent, uh, Fault in Our Stars, Maze Runner. Yes. Um, I talked a little bit about coming-of-age films, which you might see a bit more of uh, today. So yeah, Sixteen Candles, Ferris Bueller, St. Elmo's Fire.
2: Um, I
1: do have coming-of-age films today as yeah.
0: well. Memorably, you talked about Fifth Wave, despite the fact that neither of us had seen it. <laughs> <That was worth>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read the book.
0: So you had read the book. I had um, read the book. And, uh, okay, excitingly, since we last recorded our Young Adults thing a year ago, I have seen Divergent. And? Man, it's nonsense, isn't it? It's, How uh, is it
1: nonsense? You could, be, you could be an abnegation, you could be... What? So, so here's the. They thing. used really big five words, five very big words.
0: They did. Words. Here's my thing about about Divergent. Okay, so the the concept is for those people who haven't listened to our previous episode or indeed know about this multi award winning, uh, hugely popular book and film series, uh, which arguably has a greater reach than our podcast. Um, they do these trial. Well, they do some sort of psychological tests, and it tells them which of these five things they should be an abnegation, dauntless
1: other things something something yeah very big words
0: yeah and then they get to choose which one they want to be in which isn't doesn't have to be the one that the thing put them in so the whole point is that there's only five different types of people apart from us one minority who are divergent but you get to choose anyway you can say oh yeah you're definitely Dauntless," but you can be an abdication or it doesn't make any sense
1: it's not supposed to make sense colin it's a dystopian future
0: but the whole system of government of, is is is, is self defeating. Anyway,
1: exactly why it's called a dystopia.
0: And, and dauntless seems to be mostly just running on bridges and jumping on moving trains. That's no way to live.
1: They're dauntless people. I don't know what
0: dauntless. People D- does do. dauntless mean stupid? It's... I have no idea. I, if that's dauntless, then I want to be daunted. A... Anyway, um, I, I I haven't sought out the sequels. Um, uh, I also saw Maze Runner but let's forget it and? Um, I was kind of half watching it and half doing a crossword so uh, not really so would. I wasn't paying that much attention uh, I've read, <laughs> I said I read the books and they were, they were okay I wouldn't wouldn't recommend them the film is probably worse than the books <laughs> fair enough yeah uh, right so that's that's last time but it's a bold no. new future What what, what what tenuous young adult films have we got now this is gonna
1: get more and more tenuous the more we do this Colin. Yeah. when we do young adults part three yeah, like, yeah, young adults yeah part three all yeah. films
0: <laughs> war of the worlds all, that's definitely just, young adults. just yeah. all films yeah we have kids yeah. in them citizen kane there's a kid in that somewhere
1: Def- a- somewhere <laughs> okay so my first film that i didn't mention last time okay it's the perks of being a wallflower
0: oh, okay yeah yep.
1: so this stars uh logan lerman emma watson and ezra miller so Ezra and, Miller, I don't know Ezra
0: Miller, isn't it? Okay.
1: Yeah, Ezra Miller is in there. She, um, he and uh, Emma Watson are brother and sister.
0: sister. Yeah. Soon to in be the film. Flash.
1: Um, yes, soon yeah. to be the Flash. So, The Perks of Being a Wallflower has, um, did you know it was actually directed by the author himself?
0: Oh, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, hmm. so the author, uh, Stephen Chbosky, I'm going to mispronounce his last name, okay. but he didn't want anyone ruining his book adaptation. He, he wanted
0: to ruin it himself, was that?
1: Yeah, it's actually a, d- a good it's film. It's good, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah so it follows Charlie played by Logan Lerman. it's
0: a good name
1: yeah who is an introverted teenager and through his freshman year of high school so it's a very typical coming of age film okay um, but you know Charlie gets flashbacks as well and then there is a twist in the end that I don't want to spoil don't give it away of, uh, to our listeners but you know it's it's a decent twist um, it, it ties everything very well together okay. in a film have you, read the, my, have you read the book i've not read the book um my ex housemate read the book and she said that it's quite different from the book itself so okay. she didn't like it that much but for me i've not read the book before i thought the film was great in its way and emma wasn't emma Watson's good.
0: It was good it was one of her first post harry potter things wasn't it it
1: was, it was and she managed to prove that she can come out from her hermione shoes um
0: Okay. I, 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 uh, I also have one that's based on a book, but even more loosely, I think. Um, <laughs> it's the film Clueless, which I think is, is young adult because they're in school and that's must be young adult. <sighs> what uh, is young adult?
2: Who,
1: Teenagers? Twins? I mean, I which, just
0: took it to mean teenager, to be honest. What, but. What's
1: the age definition?
0: Um, it's exactly 13 to 19. I don't okay I don't <laughs> which is basically the definition of a teenager um, anyway Clueless uh, have you seen Clueless? That... I've not
1: seen Clueless no, no.
0: Oh. it's a staple but it's it, it, um, uh, playing uh, Alicia Silverstone is the lead she plays a character called Cher if I remember rightly uh, it's basically her in high school and, and the shenanigans she gets up to with her uh, classmates but uh, it's based on Emma by Jane Austen um, remarkably Can you say very brilliant. loosely right very very loosely so um, she's remind re- me
1: about Emma I've what's that remind me of what Emma is about so, it's uh, about this why I was matchmaking
0: that's right, yeah. people, so, right basically yeah, matchmaking is, is, is her big thing so she tries to set up her friends with well she tries to friend, uh, set up her friend uh, Harriet with uh, Mr. Elton if I remember rightly yeah uh, and so on and so forth um, so that that is repeated all, all the names are different clearest, but that, that is repeated she tries to set up uh, her friend with this guy and the, the guy is a in love with her instead, um, she she forces another guy, but it turns out he's gay, which I don't remember happening in John Austin. Um, Are you sure, though? Well,
1: yes. she doesn't put lots of subtexts in her. Yeah, phone m- phone. maybe
0: a subtext. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but yes, it's, it's very funny. It's uh, so absolutely classic from from the from the nineties. I, I used to watch the TV series a bit uh, when I was growing up. It's not as good. Um, it, it, her half brother is played by Paul Rudd. In one of his early roles before he became Ant-Man, and Donald Faison, you might know from Scrubs, uh, is in it as well. Um, Turk. That's right, yeah. Tickleton. But it, it brought up it's a whole uh, range of um a whole kind of whole language as well, which I I'm now struggling to remember any examples of. Uh, but they uh, <laughs> um yeah, it's kind of whole. Yes, I think it was made up for the film, the kind of whole high school patois. But yeah, it's good fun. I recommend it. Hmm. Um, Would you, does it make
1: you want to go join an American high school?
0: Definitely not. No, it seems a lot of hassle. A lot of cliques. I don't know. I don't know what high schools like the Asians, but uh, it, they're kind of lots of yeah. These are the jocks. These are the cool girls. These are whatever I don't
1: know cliques in British high schools.
0: Well, not to that, not on extent. Maybe because we, maybe because we had uniforms. School uniforms make it harder to uh, distinguish yourself in in that kind of manner. I guess. Oh,
1: really? I didn't know you guys had school uniform
0: uniforms here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. School blazer, school tie
1: yeah mm-hmm. so
0: everyone's equal yeah although I, although when you get to a uh, sixth form you get a different badge on your blazer and a different tie so you know
1: you're special then Was
0: a different badge, different different tie anyway you've made it yes that was the peak peak of my career was <laughs> getting to wear a different tie in, in sixth form um uh, but yeah i also recommend emma um i'd say it's definitely in my top four favorite jane austen books so you know <laughs>
1: is not, it fourth of your top four favourite Jane Austen books
0: it's either third or fourth number one it's Prime Prejudice. number two Northanger Abbey and then Emma is fighting out for sense and sensibility for the third and fourth spots
2: mm.
0: okay
1: now, you, do you recommend Clueless
0: yes it's, it's absolutely classic uh, it's probably aimed more at, at girls but, uh, but I think it can be a joy everyone who cares everyone. though Colin not me not me break the bonds exactly stick it to the man um. what else have you got
1: so I had to google to see the ages whether they count <laughs> whether they fit your criteria Colin oh yeah but unfortunately it doesn't so they're oh. 12 years old
0: well let's go for it anyway
1: uh, it's the Wes Anderson film Moonrise Kingdom okay yeah so it's again another coming of age film in a dystopian you- no <laughs> Zero dystopia <laughs> uh, Definitely okay. no dystopia whatsoever <laughs> As I say, We are breaking We are breaking the rules here now Is
0: it, really? ut- is it utopian Or is it just You know regular utopian? Yeah
1: No 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 dystopia whatsoever okay. It's just It's just a It's just a simple story About boy meeting girl
0: Is this and, one about Cub Scouts? Yes it is Yeah Or Boy it Scouts Is, is what um, they call it
1: yeah, yeah it stars like Bruce Willis um, Edward Norton Bill Murray Tudor Swinton So Pretty big names there, and um, it's yeah, it's done in a very Wes Anderson way. You know, he likes his shots a certain way, and you can see his style. He's he's probably
0: so yes, one of the most distinct directors out there.
1: I agree, and I so I actually saw this film in. They have this rooftop cinema in um London. Oh yeah. So uh, I got some tickets to watch it on top of a roof where you can see the London skyline if you are... If you're bored of the film. film. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, okay. Which was really nice, apart from that being really cold. I was going to say, what
0: time of you... What time are you here?
1: Ever... Uh, it's in summer, they don't do it in winter.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. But I would recommend this film. I, I I think this was the one that... I So, Grand Budapest Hotel got me hooked on to Wes Anderson.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think this sealed it.
0: So I've, I've not seen American i've not seen master of western but yeah grand beautiful hotel i thought was really good sorry you ought to seek kind out more of his stuff i've seen um royal tenenbaums and, the royal and oh. never,
1: you know I, I never quite liked it or maybe i as i say, i didn't understood it but yeah this is really good
0: um it appears that i've, I've reworked young adult into high school girls um which <laughs> We might get more of an audience if we put high school girls and other things. Yeah, 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 we should do that. Let's do that. (laughs) It'd be a very different kind of audience. Um, Oh, dear. Um, Film called uh, Easy A, which I think we've talked about before. Yes. Um, So I'll just briefly pass that on. But um, uh, it's kind of a star making. It's only Emma Stone's biggest role at that time, I think. It's the first time she'd been the lead actress in a film. Uh, Again, it's very very, very loosely based on uh, The Scarlet Letter. Um, so it's uh, this girl who people think that she's she'll sleep with anyone, but she, she hasn't, but she pretends she has for obscure reasons. Uh, but she's she's very good in it. It's Amanda Vines, who plays an amusing role, uh, Lisa Crudrow. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think it's, it's one of Emma Stone's most Emma Stone-ish uh, roles. But rather, because we already talked about that, I will move on to um, a film called Edge of 17 which I think I might have mentioned in passing, um, but again, it's it uh, stars Haley Steinfeld. It uh, came out towards the end of last year, I think. Um, she, as as the title suggests, is on the age of turning seventeen,
1: of course, yeah.
0: Which puts a bang into young adult category. Uh, I've, I've got, I'm putting it as a young adult film. I think it can be enjoyed by anyone, but it's it's a coming of age thing for her. But she's so good in this film. Uh, I think she's. I mean, she's a good actress. She was Oscar nominated for True Grit. But, um, I think she sometimes turns up in less demanding fare. She's kind of do a transformer spin off. So um but she's yeah, she's going through like her her father died some years before and um she's going through kind of issues like not having many friends at school and, and she's potentially contemplating suicide, but not really. It's kind of a cry for help, I think. But it's so it's, it's got some humour in it. Woody Harrelson is, is plays one of the teachers and is is very, very funny. Um, but it's also yeah it goes quite quite emotional. Uh, she's I say one of the best performances I've seen f- um, for a while from a, from a leading actress. Huh. I,
2: think,
0: I think yeah, it, it wasn't in awards contention. I think it, well, I think it maybe she might have got some kind of low I don't know um, MTV or something nomination. I don't know, but I, I I put it up there with some of the best performances um, from a lead actress over the last year or
2: so.
1: Well, I was I was going to say that you said that she was going to sign something less demanding like Transformers, right? Yeah. But Mark Wahlberg is apparently the world's richest actor. Really? Yeah, he just beat the uh, The Rock. He's the most. Um, oh, in terms so of wealthiest from last year, yeah.
0: What oh, do you mean in terms of box office receipts or? No,
1: in terms of money earned. Goodness me,
0: Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Uh, so he did Patriots Day last year, and he did, oh, did Transformers. also Transformers. What else has been there? That's all you need.
1: Wow. Well, the, the Rock's got
0: Chumunge coming this year, so maybe he'll uh, overtake him. Um,
1: hmm. Rock's a nice guy as
0: well. He is, and he's uh, he's doing a film called Skyscraper with Nev Campbell. That's good to see Nev Campbell back in the uh, big time. Hmm. That's definitely not a young adult. Film. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Jumanji
1: I, I, is young adult, though. Clearly,
0: uh, in fact, weirdly, uh, this this remake of Jumanji. Well, I think theoretically it's a sequel with the same name or something. But um, <laughs> is it?
1: Uh, would you count it as young adult because they're kids, right, playing?
0: Well, in the first one, they were they were very much kids, but in this one, they seem to be uh, high school students
1: playing adults, or adults playing kids and uh, uh, playing high school students. I I have no idea how this is, how to say this, how to describe it. Uh,
0: yeah. So, in the context of, of the film, um, th- those kids will be playing characters in a live action computer game, effectively. So, yes. yeah, you, you get a couple of scenes of these kids, and then it's the Rock and uh, Jack, Black and Karen Gillan, and Kevin Hart. Do you have any more um, young adult films? <laughs>
1: plenty, Colin, plenty. Let's
0: plenty keep rolling. Sure. Let's keep doing this.
1: So the next one I wanted to mention is Sky High.
0: Oh, I've got that on my list as well, actually. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so basically Sky High is Hogwarts for people or kids with superpowers instead yeah, yeah. of magic. And uh, it is what it is. It's about, there's going to be a bad guy. Yes. Of course, there is one. And, you know, there's this new kid, Will. Stronghold who has famous parents just like Harry Potter, mm. but this time his parents are alive, not like Harry Potter. Spoiler alert!
0: Spo- <laughs> <laughs> spoiler for the first chapter of the first book of Harry Potter. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, and you know, his his he goes to Sky High. He didn't initially have powers, so he hang out with the uncool kids, the
2: sidekicks.
0: Yeah, that's funny because they they do test on it to say whether you're going to be a superhero or a sidekick.
1: Mm. Um. And then, you know, he developed his super strength and flight from both his dad and his mom. And then he became a superhero. And then there's a, you know, there's conflict with his old friends. They team up again. end. Yeah, he, you know, he, he admits his foolishness. They team up again. They fight the big bad guy. And everything ends up well because it's a Disney film. And yeah. you can't end any other way.
0: Yes. But I say, it was great fun. It was it was pretty, pretty silly uh, it's got not bad cards it's got Mary Elizabeth Winsteads in it isn't she and um, Daniel Panabaker who went on to be uh, Killer Frost Killer Frost in The Flash yeah no, it's, it's, it's 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 what you might think of it. I, I, as far as they didn't put I don't know how well it did at the box office but it felt it felt like it was building up for a sequel but, um,
2: hmm.
0: yeah, I
1: wish it did have a sequel but it was too it was a long time ago yeah like Kurt Russell was the dad wasn't he <laughs>
0: It was yes, it was, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think I don't think Sky High has lived on long enough in people's uh, affection that we're likely to get a sequel. It's but a shame though. It really it is a, a shame. shame. It's,
1: yeah. it's a it's a decent film, much better than Fanfostic.
0: Yes, that came out of the blue. Just just naming films that are worse than that film. <laughs> it's not as good as Citizen Kane though. Um, no, <laughs> here's a proper uh, young adult film, um, Nerve, which is on the the Netflix. Um, That's what you've
1: seen recently with, um, what is it, James Franco's brother.
0: Dave yeah, Franco. J- James Franco's brother and Julia Roberts' niece. It's the it's the big Dave, Dave Franco and uh, and Emma, Emma Roberts. Roberts. Um, yeah, so the idea behind this one is, so there's this game called Nerve, and you're either a player or a watcher. And if you're a player, you have to basically do dares that the watchers give you. And uh, if you do them, you get money, however you. So they get, it starts off quite low level with going kiss this stranger uh, and it kind of ends up with things like uh, hang on to a crane for a minute above with a 100 foot drop or something um, so it gets kind of, it starts off fun games and then it gets quite intense and kind of risk of death and it turns out there's this big cult trying to kill everyone or whatever um, which it was fine but there was a Black Mirror episode that I thought did it much better to be honest um, and <laughs> so yeah i it's based on a book as, as well um apparently but maybe maybe that should be one of our criteria. it has to be based on a book yes yeah why not eh? except
1: my next few ones Exactly. Well. Yes. <laughs>
0: apart from these <laughs> uh yeah I, I can't honestly recommend nerve um it's 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 i don't know it's it's okay at best uh i i think quite happily give it a miss mm.
1: So my next couple of ones are not based on books, I don't think, at least.
0: Outrageous.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. We keep, we keep making and changing the rules here. Yeah,
0: this one doesn't actually have any humans in it, but it's no. uh, but these they're quite young dogs.
2: So that's.
1: <laughs> that's cute. That like, is the hundred one Dalmatians. They're probably they're like, teenagers, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, there's Juno. Okay. Yeah, so I want to cover two Michael Sierra films anyway because he always stars in young adult films yeah uh, he's going to start young adult films till he's like 40 or 50 years old
0: yeah he probably is 50 isn't he he
1: just looks like he's 16 yeah it's insane um, yeah so first time is Juno
0: yep I feel that we've uh, talked about Juno but uh,
1: we do still... so I'm going to briefly run through it anyway cool. so um, as Ellen Page as a pregnant Sixteen-year-old, so that falls in that category. Yes, and, nailed it. Yes, and and her pregnant by her friend Michael Sierra, who's probably like forty. I think it's pronounced 15,
2: Sarah. That. I could be wrong.
1: Michael Sarah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like that because they are very cool parents. I have J.K. Simmons and Elizabeth Jenny as their parents were very supportive.
0: Yeah, so yeah. If I were pregnant. If I were pregnant, in 16 <laughs> like that, you'd want to have <laughs> <of> J.K. <laughs> Simmons. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. And Jennifer uh, next... Garner and Jason Bateman as uh, the adoptive parents.
2: Yeah, it
1: was pretty cool though. Michael Cera's um, real uh, active father in Arrested Development. Of course. Jason
0: his real father in as much as he's not his father. Yes, I'm no. with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the next Michael Cera film that he was in is Scott Pilgrim, which is also...
0: Oh, Claiming that's younger, sorry. Okay, let's go for it. Let's do it. Um, we're not clearing it. this in a school, isn't it?
2: Yeah, this sure. Is a school.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah it is so what, it is he, I, I'm with you I'm pretty sure it is Michael Serra only stars in films with school, high schools in it
0: he can't do that's it. that's absolutely 100% true no one <laughs> no one can possibly contradict that if you can contradict that let us know of Movies on Twitter CZMovies at gmail.com
1: oh nice way of advertising Colin really. well,
0: I, I do what I can if anyone's got this far <laughs> um. so yeah Scott Pilgrim we've talked about loads haven't we but it's a great film Yeah, exactly. one of my favourite so, films I'd say Um thank you. I in fact, speak well let speaking of michael Sarah, um Nick and Nora's infinite playlist is I, I, a film I, I really love it's based on a book uh again it's quite different from the book um so in in the book the Nick and Nora uh essentially strangers also they gonna have a friend of friends who uh, join up together one night and are searching for a, a band that's uh, a punk band and they're big oh, punk of fans. Uh, in the film, they're indie fans instead, and they're looking for an indie band. Um, but of, and there's a lot of swearing in the book, a lot of swearing, uh, which you don't get in the film. But uh, yeah, Cat Dennings uh, plays Nora, and I say Michael Cera plays Nick, and and she's kind of a friend of his ex girlfriend. But it's 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 a all takes place in one night, and they're driving around looking for this band, and they then they lose a friend, they go try and find the friend, and things like this. But it's um it's a romance at, at heart, so they. they Spoiler alert! They fall in love over because, the course of the, yes. of the night, but um, there's something about the kind of the films where yeah, yeah. kind of a young couple uh, falling in love in the in the moonlight, you know, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, there may not be much moonlight. Yeah,
1: but... not yeah, because it's not done before ever.
0: <laughs> it may not be very uh, um, imaginative, but I uh, it's I I really enjoyed that one. Again, not dystopian, but what are you gonna do? uh go for it keep going (laughs) keep keep rushing through
1: is this how we're going to keep rushing through stuff so i've got loads loads to cover loads how many loads
0: as many as we need (laughs) each one more tenuous than the last
1: (laughs) (laughs) clearly clearly um so we're going to my last favorite films okay um i am number four
0: i have vaguely heard of that
1: yeah, that's probably because he got really bad reviews. Okay. It was produced by Michael Bay as well. Ooh. Yes. So basically, he is um, the main character, John Smith. Is an alien. Okay. Who are sent to Earth.
0: Wait a minute. Can we have young adult films if it's a different species?
1: We didn't specify young adult <laughs> human, right?
0: Actually, an adult has to be a human, no? No. Interesting, interesting question. Shall we take a segue into a dictionary corner? <laughs>
1: no. No? <laughs> um, anyway, it's young adult <laughs> because they are broody. Uh, I say broody again. They are brooding teenagers. Brooding, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. they,
1: are, they are brooding teenagers. Uh, yeah, all young adult films. You don't see.
0: So anyway. is he, he's the number... F- We've talked about this film before, and, I, and I've and I've wanted almost entirely from my brain. I don't was, think we have,
1: because no? I was going to talk about it in our previous young adult. Oh, maybe not. Film.
0: Maybe I'm thinking of number. Was there a film about some like the, the fifth invasion or the fifth something rather? The like, fifth wave. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking about. Okay. Yeah. Oh so dear. I've actually seen this film. Okay, well, much better. So that's an improvement. <laughs> uh, yeah. Time number four. What's what's the number four of? Who's the fourth person because to go to Earth?
1: There are nine kids. Who was sent okay. to Earth to escape um, another alien species of, um, so another alien species were killing their planet, and they sent nine kids to Earth.
0: Well, that seems pretty stupid. And
1: it's the fourth one, so there.
0: When you say said when you say they sent nine kids, do you mean they sent nine young adults? Is no, that... nine children because oh, the right, film okay. is
1: set a few years in the future.
0: Okay.
1: And get this, okay. they can only be killed in sequence. Oh, that's brilliant number one through number
0: nine okay and I like get,
1: it yeah and they get more and more powerful obviously so number nine is really really powerful you town it's a little so,
0: bit it's a little bit like 10 things I hate about you um, a little bit yeah <laughs> where, where, where the daughters had to date in sequence <laughs> it's it...
1: <laughs> number four has enhanced strength speed and agility much like myself telekinesis okay not like not, not like myself and the power to transmit plasma light through his hands
0: all right. That could be useful. Well, anyway, yep.
1: Yeah. That that's that for me.
0: Okay. Um I will very quickly mention one cuz I've only mentioned Simon like three times this this episode. So just to mention uh, he recommended The Duff. It's it's really bad. Um <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Well, is it is it it's just it's nothing. There's a girl um someone tells her she is The Duff, which apparently is high school speak for uh the boring person that no one cares about or something. I'm sure they had a bit I think Duff stands for something. Designated ugly fat friend, maybe? Something like what? that. Um, so every every popular uh, good-looking girl needs a, a designated ugly fat friend, or whatever Duff stands for.
1: Oh, that's awful.
0: It's awful. She she gets very upset when she discovers it. That's how people think of her. But then some her, her previous enemy volunteers to help her with a makeover. They have a montage where they try on hats or something. She realizes that, in fact, he's not so bad. Blah blah blah. It's not good. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay,
1: the, the big sick is definitely better than that. Yes, yes, you nailed that yeah. big, uh,
0: that, that recommendation. Just, just, uh, just, yeah. But instead, I'll move on to a film called Empire Records, which I think is the it's a very young adult film of its time, it in the 90s. Have you seen Empire Records or heard of it? No, I've not heard of it. No, it's, I think it's, it's great fun. So it's, it's, it's set in a record store, and it's basically a, a bunch of, of teenagers who work in this record store and just uh, see about their life. So one of them steals the money from the till and takes it down to, I think it's Atlantic City or maybe Vegas to try and gamble it and, uh, or try and win, win lots of money loses it all and then you kind of see the repercussions of that but it's very zeitgeisty it's got um, it's got a, a young Liv Tyler and uh, René Zellweger. Um, I don't think any of the other cast are particularly famous but uh, those two Um, but it's I think kind of every, every kid in, who watched the film in the 90s wanted to work in a record store it's, it's again very indie music type thing but um, Really, but it, it it makes working record store seem much cooler than I imagine it really is.
1: Why, why? Uh,
0: cause never just, in my life I
1: would thought, oh, I would like to work in a record store.
0: Well, yeah, but you hadn't seen these guys. It, it it reminds me in a way of a of a kind of a Breakfast Club type film. So it was a bit later than that, but a kind of very kind of coming of age, bunch of kids <laughs> with diff, different backgrounds hitting off together. Uh, but, um,
1: we we should you know put a penny in for every time we say coming of age yeah or simon
0: well yes one of those two the big the big two of the young adult <laughs> genre um <laughs> yeah i say i probably wasn't quite right if i if i it's probably dated now i'm sure it feels very dated but um if you, if you are a young adult listening to this see what it used to be when we were young by watching empire records
1: and please share with your friends
2: yes this podcast
0: yeah, tell your friends on the on the on the um, on the social medias. On the social
2: media. <laughs> yeah,
0: give them a Snapchat. Um, no, that's how it works, Colin. No. Oh, well. uh, s- send them a uh, send them emoji about this. That That's what that's what the kids are doing, right? Put it put it in their Dropbox. Uh, we need
1: to watch more, watch more young adult films. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, watching young adults set in the 90s is really not going to help me in this is it
1: oh. probably not now yeah well
0: there's um there's a kid who shaves her hair all her hair off that's pretty intense oh. mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did because last time I talked about the kind of the 1980s Brat Pack coming of age and we covered quite a few of those so um exactly So I say this, this feels a bit like that but, but a bit later mm-hmm. uh, over to you, Zijan.
1: Do I have more? Um. <laughs> well, I know I've mentioned this before, so I'm just going to quickly run through it anyway. Okay. It's uh, Sing Street.
0: Sing Street. We yes. Had, okay. Fair enough.
1: We've yeah. met, run through it. We had a quiz about it, but we did. I still recommend it. So let's watch that.
0: <laughs> it's still good. Um, it's
1: still good. It's still very good. Uh, the last film I saw, I saw was also, was um, the last young adult film which I saw before Sing Street. Is actually Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Something different. It's definitely young adult because there are high schoolers with attitude, which is you know the criteria of being a Power Ranger. Is it? Rangers.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh,
1: it's.
0: Uh, is this a film aimed at young adults or is it? It feels like it's aimed at kids. But hey, what? <laughs> why get? Why get pedantic now? But uh, there are
1: teenagers in it, calling they're all teenagers in it.
0: Yep. Cool. 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 Um, and, was it good
1: um, it's watchable
0: aha there you go so uh, you'd, you'd, you'd rank it above I am number four
1: yeah stamp of approval it's uh, watchable
0: Would you say it's better or worse than divergent
1: it's better than divergent
0: okay there you go
1: there is a uh, that's a legit plot there there's no this there's, there's Brian Cranston's in it you know there's yep. no banks is in it so it's not too bad
0: not too bad there we go what a what a strong finish. Um, I will just. I, I, well, I've, I'll mention a couple more. But, um, very briefly, A Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon, I mention only because it is Matthew Perry's first ever film, um, which plays Jimmy Reardon's friend, stars River Phoenix, the late River Phoenix. It's pretty bad. Um, but I've watched it at least twice because Matthew Perry is in it. Of course. Uh, and I'm. Uh, amusingly, my friend Anthony, uh, who is an occasional listener, I end. Um, he. Remembered that I recommended this film and watched it and thought, why on earth is Colin recommending such a terrible film? <laughs> I, in fact, had recommended Jerry Maguire rather than Jimmy Reardon, so um, there you go. That's where the confusion was. Uh, I will finish off with um, with a mention of Mystic Pizza, which I'd heard a lot about but never never seen. Um, so it's one of Julie Roberts' earlier roles. Basically, it's three girls who work in a in a pizza joint. But uh, Again, it's. Um, they come from slightly different backgrounds, come of age, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a fun kind of, you can see her early career and see what what she was, where she was going to go. You can see that she's kind of got something about her. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. it. It reminds me of Empire Records a bit in, in a way or St. Emma's Fire in that it's people making soft tough, tough decisions and finding out about themselves and, and just kind of the, the unity of friendship and a slice of pizza.
1: Of course. Nothing better than a slice of pizza.
0: Nothing better than a slice of pizza. Uh, next time, we'll be talking exclusively about films about pizza. Um, yes. that will be pretty anyway,
1: cool. Anyway, guys, if you've not heard of a film that we've, uh, that we've you consider as young adult, it's probably been in our previous podcast. And if it's not in our previous podcast about young adults, it's going to be our next podcast about young adults. Yeah.
0: Let us know if there's any that we haven't mentioned. Yes. You you remember the Twitter and the email I just said. Or it'll be in the, in the, the, the wording below. Because uh, inevitably... We'll be coming back to Young Adult Part Three in a year's time. Exactly. And we'll really be scraping the barrel then.
1: And we'll really be way too old for this.
0: Yeah, I think we're already too old for this. <laughs> Maybe we should do a middle aged film genre. Uh, a...
1: no, that's quite depressing, Colin. We're not we're not there yet. We're I want to be yet. Tom Cruise, Colin. You wanna yes. relieve my youth.
0: You wanna break your ankle? <laughs> Probably not that. Get married three times. Um we move on to our next segment, uh, Actor Factor, where we talk about the films of a particular actor, and this time it is Tom Hardy.
1: Hey, Shall we talk about my favourite Tom
0: Hardy film? Yes, let's do that.
1: It's Mad Max Fury Road. Really? Yes. How can you not like Mad Max Fury Road? I know you've seen it and you hated it.
0: Yeah, it's really not for me. Why? So, okay, they drive, and then they drive back again. Exactly. I have now just said the entire plot of Mad <laughs> Max Fury Road.
1: No, you're missing the point. The action sequences are great. The cinematography not. is great. I mean... They are. The editing is great. It's the done... editing. It is. It's done really well.
0: Uh, dear. I mean, in fairness, you've got the, the as we've said before, I think you've got the Academy Awards on your side. Um,
1: exactly. It's just so boring. It's not oh, I I think I'm watching different films here, Colin. Did you watch the original Mad Max? So
0: I, I have seen that as well. Um I've not seen the second or third ones, but uh Yeah, there's a whole bunch there's some people who are running the water supply and then he goes off somewhere and Comes back again. Comes back again. And along the way he kills a bunch of people and cuts.
1: Lots of films are about people going somewhere and coming back again. You know, you don't talk say that about the Lord of the Rings, do you? Huh? He went to Mount Doom and come back again
0: yeah but they actually actually my brother has routinely said that about other of the things, but um they actually did stuff online
1: so did he oh <laughs>
2: uh,
0: dear um okay fine uh, I really, I watched it my, my cousin Jacob and um and, and his wife Amy and, and I think all three of us at some point in that film might have fallen asleep uh,
1: <laughs> you know what film I've definitely fallen asleep in, in which is which starts Tom Hardy in as well what's that Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy okay
0: i got to say, I, I think Tom Hardy is fantastic, but I've, done, I've only seen 10 of his films and I really didn't like about half of them. So, um, yeah, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy might be my least favourite.
1: I fell asleep, like, after 20 minutes in, I think. Okay. I must have been really tired.
0: I've I've never I've never come out of a film understanding less about it. I, I didn't have a clue what was happening pretty much the entire time.
1: I think Colin Firth was the bad guy.
0: Yeah, which, to be honest... I, Spoilers. Um, I only realised because like the the music that was playing when they panned round, you saw his face. I was like, "Oh, that, they, they must be revealing something here." Pre- <laughs> Presumably, they're revealing that he's the bad guy, but i I don't I don't get that at all from the dialogue. Or I think it's partly because they jumped back and forth in time and location a bit, but never said that they were doing it. So I say there was quite a long bit where I thought there was this there was this kid in glasses, and I thought it was Colin first character as a kid, and that turned out not to be true. Uh,
1: because Colin Firth appeared I,
0: I, I, yeah I got a feeling that maybe he did I you see
1: all of this Colin because I have absolutely no recollection of the film whatsoever yeah. <laughs> I, I just woke up
0: I mean I sometimes like, I see something I think oh I didn't quite understand why that happened or yeah I need to check that plot point but literally I didn't understand anything in this maybe I'm just <laughs> stupid maybe I don't know. it's John Lacar, it's famous yeah people loved it but, yeah so what was we're doing the bad ones um, this means war yeah that, we mentioned
1: this before when we did yeah films.
0: it's still bad and as i say put tom hardy off romantic comedies for life so, uh should we move to some good ones
1: inception is good
0: inception's a great film yeah i'm sure we we've covered that he, he's fun in it so it's not really his film but he's a fun kind of slick supporting character um yeah one of four, nice. yeah one of Christopher Nolan's best i'd say I,
1: I agree with that um that night rises. I <laughs> beg your pardon Colin I didn't
0: hear you quite da- that was my that. Tom, Tom Hardy from Dark Knight Rises impression <laughs> <laughs> um. and his Dunkirk impression <laughs> as well, is so his Dunkirk
2: <laughs> impression and his Mad Max impression as yeah. well
0: at the beginning yes that's true uh, yeah Dark Knight Rises it's just the weakest of that trilogy I think but it's still very enjoyable decent yeah uh, there's a film called Lock which might be my favourite of his Maybe, but no Inception, probably actually. But um, which is it's just him driving up the motorway. I may have mentioned it before. Not sure. uh, him driving up the motorway. He's on the phone to a woman who's about to give or who's given birth to his child. But it's a woman he's had an affair with. Uh, he's also on the phone to his. Uh, he works in a building firm and he's trying to kind of he's he's kind of saying, yeah, I'm not turning up because I need to go to the hospital. And I know I said I'd be there, but I've got someone else covering it. And he's, he's trying to make sure that everyone is doing the right thing, like making sure they've tested the cement and stuff like this. And on paper, it sounds like the most boring film in the world because literally it's just him in a car, no other actors on screen. Yep. You get people on the phone, but it's it's a wonderful film. His performance is so good and it's so different to what he normally does. I mean, you kind of see a lot of strength in him and he's kind of, because he's, particularly when he's talking to his colleagues, he's kind of very terse and, and direct, but it's very different to his kind of hard man roles. It's, um, and he's, he, play, he does it all in Welsh, his, a Welsh accent, just to mix things up. Yeah, I recommend that. Why not? Also, a film called Legend, where he plays both of the Cray twins. Uh, You like that film?
1: Do you know
0: the Cray twins? No, I don't know the Cray twins. So, Ronnie and and Reg Cray were basically two London gangsters, um, and they're very famous over here. Uh, Yeah, he is very, very good in that film, playing both of them. Um, The film itself is. It's fine, it's not nothing special, but he, he's remarkable. You know, I, I, I was really surprised that he didn't get into kind of uh, award season contention. I thought I didn't think he'd win many, but I thought he, he didn't get nominations much, and I thought he deserved uh, at least a nomination.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, was well, Bronson is not dissimilar, that was kind of one of his earlier, feels kind of star making role. I think when he played Charles Bronson, uh, who again is a violent criminal in this country <laughs> um it seems like
1: he has a he's typecast
0: i gotta say he because he, he does change his body shape he, like he kind of slims down or bulks up but this is very very bulked up um so again you probably haven't heard charles bronson in, in no in New yeah, yeah. he's very famous in this country again that uh, um basically he spent most of his life in prison every now and again he get out and then he goes straight back in again but he's kind of he'd take prison wardens hostage and he beat other prisoners up and
2: oh wow
0: he's widely i think some tabloid or other discriminants the most dangerous man in britain um but it's, it's it's a funny old film 'cause it's it's biopic and it and it does some of it tells quite straight, but then some of it you'll just see him dressed as a clown laughing crazily at all like this. It, so it's a kind of a It's creepy. Yeah, it's and obviously he didn't dress as like a clown, so it's a kind of a metaphor. But uh, yeah, I I think it's a very strong central performance and an uh, interesting take on his life. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. You uh, got any more?
1: No, uh, not the last one I have is Black Hawk Down, which I'm pretty sure I've seen by but... I can't record it because I okay. saw it when I was very young didn't you see The Revenant no I didn't Not oh, really yeah we, yeah no I didn't I didn't want to see Leonardo DiCaprio hiding in a moose
0: you say uh, yeah. horse I think but um, horse, you, yeah. you didn't want to see him playing someone who wasn't called Leonardo I understand yeah it. I understand yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy's fine in that does a good job I mean, honey's also in Marie Antoinette I don't remember him in that it's not a very good film
1: <laughs> well hopefully there there'll be bigger films for Tom Hardy. so
0: we're agreed i'm sure that uh inception is his best Max, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh and are we can we can we agree that tinker taylor soldier spies is, 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 his, is his, our least favorite of his possibly yeah good enough Hooray. uh next time in the inactive factor uh, tom hanks to follow tom Hardy. tom hanks Hardy. We did the oh, like uh, the big guns now. Yeah, we did the Tom Hanks film game, which you may or may not remember as a <laughs> huge success. Um, uh, and now we could just talk about films. So yeah, he's big name, big name, big name, big big. So many films. Yes, we could. Uh, we could. Is, I've been wondering one of these days we should do a whole episode on on someone's film career. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. It's going to be Tom Cruise, I imagine. Um, but <sighs> he's
1: got I got to talk about the mummy, by the way
0: yes you do that again um, but yeah Tom Hanks we'll, we'll have to we'll have to reserve some more time for Active Factor next time because it could take a while uh, but we move on to the quiz where as everyone is eager to know uh, I have a 6-4 lead for the year um, and this time we're quizzing on the Jack Ryan films this
1: is so difficult for me because I've not seen any of the films
0: have you not I've seen them no, all um, exactly
1: so um, yeah so these questions may be too easy or too difficult okay
0: like I say, uh, usually when, the, when one of us hasn't seen the films, they tend to win because they just ask ridiculously hard questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's see how it goes. Um, who directed The Hunt for Red October?
1: That's John McTierman.
0: Very good. I'm going to have to stop asking who directed questions. because
1: he... <laughs> Yeah, you probably should. Uh, in The Hunt for Red October, uh, Marco Ramus offered Jack Ryan a quote, and the sea will grant each man a new hope as sleep dreams of home, by which famous explorer, Oh,
0: can you give me those lines again?
1: And the sea will grant each man new hope As sleep dreams of home
0: Ooh Um, I don't know I'm going to go for Ernest Shackleton It's Columbus Okay Uh, Question two Who played CIA official Thomas Harper In Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit? (sighs) Is it
1: one of those old Jack Ryan actors Who just cameoed in it? Oh um, I think Morgan Freeman was in one of the films. So I'm gonna go with Morgan Freeman.
0: Uh, it was Kevin Costner. Ah, oh, dang it! His co-star from uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, that's not uh, rele- not relevant. To no,
1: definitely not. not <laughs> whatsoever. Question two: Which actor reprised their role in three of the five Jack Ryan films, making him the actor who has been in the most films?
0: Uh, James L. Jones. Yep, that's correct. Excellent. In the first three films. Um. Question three uh, clear and present danger concerns which South American country uh, <laughs> Chile yeah, That's worth a shot uh, Colombia oh, no,
1: no idea Question three Clear and present danger Oh yeah What's the doctrine adopted by the Supreme Court of the United States? To, to determine under what circumstances can limits be placed on which amendment of the U.S. Constitution? Ooh, ooh, there's uh, a whole reason why it's called clear and present.
0: Yeah, uh, I I'll say some time ago. I have saw this. I'm just trying to think of which. Amendment. So the first amendment is um, is free speech. Second amendment is guns. Fifth amendment no is refusing to speak. Uh, I'm gonna say it's the first amendment. It is the first amendment. Here you go. Um, question four. Which American city is destroyed by a nuclear weapon in the sum of all fears?
1: See, I've not seen this films at all.
0: <laughs> I see you've done a lot of research. This, no, this, clearly.
1: This time. Clearly not. Uh, it's always going to be New York, isn't it? Uh, it's re- New York gets destroyed every single time. Why wouldn't it be destroyed this time? The thing is, I know that New York was in the first film, The Hunt for Red October. Okay. And he wasn't destroyed then. So I don't see why he would destroy New York in this fourth film. <sighs> this annoys me. I'm going to go with Washington DC. Uh,
0: Baltimore. That's not really guessable. i got to say.
1: <laughs> so question four from me. Yeah. Which Tom Clancy novel was originally planned to be made into a film after clear and present danger but was deemed too difficult leading to the sum of all fears being made instead?
0: Oh, I think I saw this, but I can't remember it. So I'm going to say the only Tom Clancy novel I know which isn't right, but I'll go for Rainbow Six. No, it's the Cardinal of the Kremlin. Okay, yes, that's, that rings a bell. Um, question five for you. Who's the only primary actor to appear in both the Alec Baldwin and Harrison Ford iterations? That's James O'Jones. He's James O'Jones, level two all, so I need this one to, uh, <laughs> to win. Um,
1: based on the Shadow Recruit, which British university was Jack Ryan studying in prior to his helicopter crash? This differs from the book where he was studying in Boston College. Uh, I think it was LSE. Yes, LSE. Excellent.
0: I really... Uh, I um, oh, Sorry, I should just claim glorious victory for me there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, no one said anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the listeners are congratulating me. Uh, I, re- I really enjoyed Shadow Recruit. I know it didn't do very well and it kind of stymied the whole... Um, Reboot, but I really enjoyed it. Kieran Knightley was surprisingly good in it. Mm. Um, what are we quizzing on next time, Uh
1: Because Detroit is coming out. Oh yes. I thought we should do Catherine Bigelow films.
0: Okay. Catherine Bigelow films. There we go. Um, in terms of our main topic for next time, yes. I I I suggested this to you and you didn't reply, so I'm, I'm assuming yes. you're on board with it. Um, <laughs> what? Trilogies.
1: <laughs> Fine.
0: There you go.
1: That is, yeah. Go on. Let's do it.
0: I say I suggested it to you. I think I think you suggested it on the podcast a couple of episodes I'm pretty ago. Pretty sure so. we have. Yeah. Well, there you go. See if you, the listener, can match that level of enthusiasm
2: um, when you uh, when you listen to it. We will see you then. Bye.